she was his light, which is strange. He thought he'd never get anyone like that, which makes everything very strange. Like his whole world was flipped around. It wasn't always like this. It was never this hard. His heart pounded. His heart never pounded in his chest. His face never this warm. Her face never filling his mind. And God did it piss him off. Ochako Uraka. Ever since that fight during the sports festival, he began to notice her more. Uraka. That was her name. Uraka. Not round face, though he'd never admit it. He'd never admit he found her name rather pretty, rolling off his tongue so naturally. She waved her she wavered his focus, it pissed him off. Who like sitting in class, looking across the room just to remember the color of her hair that he had already memorized, the rosiness of her cheeks and the sweet blush, the way her lips pursed as she tapped her pencil against them and thought. Every so often, she would blink, her bright chocolate brown eyes leading over to his, catching him off guard and making him turn back to his notebook. How annoying this could get for him, his heart pounded every time it happened. After a moment passed, he'd look again, just to see if she was looking away. Each time, a smile would be on her lips, sometimes a small bounce of her shoulders in amusement. And who would have thought that she of all people would be the one who, se- who he seeks comfort from? It was one of those nights. He was overthinking. Bakugo never overthinks. But God was he. The previous day was full of it, and he was tired. But he couldn't sleep. Not for the life of him. Since when was it so difficult to sleep? Lie down, shut your eyes, and get some rest. Not that hard. But he was uncomfortable. He lied on his side, then moved to his back. His leg kicked, propped up, back down, under the blanket, both legs in the open blanket over just his arms, just over his stomach, back to his legs, another flip to the other side. Maybe if he shoved his face into the pillow, it'd be easier, but it wasn't. Earlier in the day was more hero training. Bakugo Kotsky was good at it. Bakugo Kotsky could handle it. He wouldn't hold back, and he would expand his powers, but today, he almost hurt her. He almost hurt Uraraka, and he had to leave to save himself from almost blowing up more in a destructive rage directed towards himself. She was fine, just a minor injury, but he still felt awful for it. If he had watched himself more, if he had for once actually seen the light, His eyes came wide open at the knock to his dorm room door. He grit his teeth. Kirishima, maybe? Who would be here at this hour? He stood up. Coming, he said, loud enough to be heard. He dragged his feet across the floor, opening the door to find her. He paused entirely, staring, wide-eyed and in shock. Uraraka gave a small smile. She held a flower in her hand. A pony. It made its many delicate pink petals curl towards a dark center, the delicate stem held by t- delicate fingers, her pinkies out. Hey, she began quietly, I, I didn't wake you, did I? She began to twirl the flower in her fingers, looking down to it before pulling it out for him. Her smaller stature made her have to look up just to greet his eyes. The crimson seemed so soft and shining in the dark. 
grown chocolate eyes seeming just as bright as ever to him. I brought you this. I didn't want you to feel bad for what you did, so maybe something pretty would help. Her eyes flew back to the petals, touching her pinkies to the stem. The flower levitated between them, such a sweet smile on her face, round like mochi. It symbolizes bravery. You were very brave today, Bakuyokun. Stop. He wanted her to stop. He could feel tears edging his eyes. Why are you here? Why are you smiling? I hurt you. Don't come close to me. I'm dangerous. My quirk is dangerous. This flower is stupid. It reminds me of you. Why? It just suddenly came out. He began to lose his grip on everything, on his confidence, on his mental state. It just started to slip the more he stared at her, tears beginning to well in his eyes. But Bakuko? Uraka slowly lowered the flower back into her hands, taking hold of it. She grew more worried the more she watched him. What's wrong? She walked forward, pushing them both gently into the room and shutting the door behind her. He was shaking, her hand against his chest to lead him and felt like his heart was going to beat out of his chest, his small gasping sobs trying to hold back tears, almost as, almost as if they'd make him choke. I'm sorry, he began, the first tear falling. I never me meant to do, do His words got stuck in his throat. What was he doing? Just suddenly out of nowhere. Bakugo Kotsky never cried. He never showed other people's weakness, his hatred towards his wrongdoings, his mistakes. He felt he was being looked down on. But here, in front of the girl he hurt, the girl who he let a pole hit right in the gut to his to, due to his explosion, a girl he mistakenly didn't calculate into his attacks. He broke. His sobs came in heavy, his tears flowing down his cheeks to his chin, small sniffs between sobs and a vague attempt to clear his nose. He could feel himself crumbling, slowly lowering, needing something, physical support, anything he could get, he would take with gratitude. And she just gave him what he wanted. It was a quick movement, her arms coming around him into a hug. She moved them both onto the bed, knowing he wouldn't want to nor care about standing. It was too much work, too much effort that he was being used to cry. She just let it all out. He sat, Uraka carefully climbing over to straddle him. His face landed against her chest, his arms reaching around to grab at the back of her sweater, desperately for something to hold on to it. A hand went into his hair, the other keeping him close. This wasn't how she planned this to go, but this was better than how she thought, surprisingly. Bakugo sobbed. His head started to hurt, his tears wetting her shirt, his grips on her sweater desperate and holding her close. As if he as if he let go, she would suddenly disappear to leave. She was comfortable, almost the perfect person for him to just spill all of his feelings onto. He rambled against her sweater, his voice unable to be heard properly. Apologies, explanations, anything he could think of to convey how he felt tumbling incoherently through his mouth. It was awful, but it was everything he had. His mind was hazy to the point he didn't care anymore. He couldn't care what she thought. What mattered was that she was here with him at the moment, straddling his lap and keeping such a warm, comforting hug around him. What got him to stop rambling was suddenly hearing his name. Kotsky, his mouth closed, adjusting himself slightly. Kotsky, it's okay. 
His shoulders relaxed. Katsuki, I'm here. I won't leave. Uraka hummed gently, hoping her words would calm him. It was a success to her. His shaking had had stopped for the most part. His breathing more regulated, and his shoulders weren't as tense. A smile came to her lips, her hand moving back towards his arm. Just breathe. You're overthinking. Her voice was so calm it lewed him. The more she spoke, the more relaxed he felt against her. He got out his cry. He got out everything he wanted to, even if it wasn't comprehensible. All he wanted for right now was to relax in her arms, wanting the comforting feeling of her fingers in his hair, the soft rub to his arm to relax his tense muscles. His eyes closed and tears strained. His eyes closed and tears strained, her sweater now wet with his tears, a small stiff sniff to try and clear his nose. Thanks, he spoke quiet, his throat hoarse and stretched slightly thin. The one word seemed to tire him out so much, everything so seemed to disconnect. The movements of his body still, his pounding heart in his ears seemed to fade. All he could focus on were what sensations she gave him. It was the only thing keeping him somewhat in reality. Uraka had her fingers softly in his hair, a soothing rhythm across his soft locks. Her other hand along his back as she led the two of them into the cupboards. Her eyes softened, tears threatening to edge her eyes as she looked to the male below her. She didn't want to feel it in the situation, but she felt this was almost nice, comforting him. Seeing Bok go so different and calm, the longer she rubbed his back and played with his hair, the faster he fell asleep. It was sweet seeing him so calm. His face looked pretty when relaxed like this, despite his wet lashes and tear-strained cheeks. A tender thumb wiped it away, a soft kiss to the forehead. Sleep well, Kotsky.